this is my turn on that page. Hope you're all having a great day. Uh, so this is a little bit of an interesting uh, thing I'm just hopping on for. Uh, I was going over, I was a bit bored, so I was going over the World Series highlights. Um, just going through it, and it was, it was an exciting postseason. Uh, unfortunately, my A's lost in the second round to those damn Astros, but at least they didn't make the World Series, thank God. Um, but, yeah, so I was going, watching game six, and I was going over the decision that everyone was talking about by the Rays manager, Kevin Cash, to take out Blake Snell so early and in the situation. So, this is, this is I'll paint the picture for you. The Rays are down 3-2 in the World Series. They're up 1-0. And this is the, it's the bottom of the sixth inning. Blake Snell has been throwing an amazing game. Uh, he's had really, I think, seven or eight strikeouts by this point. And has only given up a couple of hits and no runs, obviously. It's, he's shut them out so far. And he's on a low pitch count, just 67 pitches through five innings. For a starting pitcher, and he keep in mind, he's a former Cy Young winner. He's one of the best pitchers in the American League, nationally. In the, uh, sorry, in the American League, one of the best pitchers in the MLB. And it's the bottom sixth, 10-5-1-0 oh, lead. And he gets an easy two-pitch flyout. So now he's, he's bottom of the sixth with one out. Just 69 pitches. But it's important to note that his velocity is dropping. His fastballs to start of the game were about 97, 98, and now they're 93, 94. So it's a relatively significant drop off. And uh, he did pitch just four days and five nights ago, five five days and four nights prior. So he might be he might not be fully rested. So I'm just kind of trying to paint the picture. I mean, overall, I think Kevin Cash made a silly decision, uh, which I think ended up costing them the game. But I'm trying to paint the picture because obviously as a manager, you have a lot of things going through your head. So then Barnes from the Dodgers, their nine-hole hitter, by the way, it's I'd say a it's quite off chance, off beat, right? The nine-hole hitter coming up and hitting uh, hitting Blake Snell, who's having an amazing game. He hits uh, a single to center, and now they have a they have the tying run on base, and Mookie Betts is coming up to bat. Kevin Cash, the Rays manager, comes out and points straight to the bullpen. He doesn't even give Snell a chance to come up and talk or plead his case or convince him or anything. Nothing, absolutely nothing. And keep in mind, this was Blake Snell's best game all season. He had a he had a slight injury at the start of the season, but he has had that. That was his. This is his best game all season. Uh, with several strikeouts, he shut out the Los LA Dodgers. I mean, that should speak for itself. Meanwhile, the reliever he wants to bring on. Nick Anderson comes out, and he's been pitching terribly. In his last nine outings in his postseason, he's given up runs in the seven of them and six in a row. His last six outings, he's given up a run, at least one run in every single outing. And this is the man coming in to replace Blake Snell. So when asked about this, I mean, I'm sure you guys can see where this is going without even knowing or without me telling you they end up losing the game because of this. And Nick Anderson gives up a run or two. Uh, Kevin Cash said he believes in the third time throughout the order. So basically, what this means is it is it is a it is sort of a sort of a philosophy followed all around the league that when a batter comes up against starting pitcher for the third time for the third at bat in the game, they get significantly better. 
And while this is usually the case, and you can prove this with numbers, that's actually not the case here. So let's have a look at the numbers. I decided to go take a look at the numbers. And uh, this is what I find. Okay, so this is what I find in numbers. Blake Snell against hitters in their first plate appearance of the game. 462 OPS. Second plate appearance, 977 OPS. Third plate appearance, 913 OPS. So there's a huge jump from the first to the second. But the second to the third, the batters get worse. And if you want to take a larger sample size, we can go back to 2019, where it goes from 671 in the first to 730 in the second to 716 in the third. Once again, getting better from first to second, but getting worse from second to third. So it's not really going Kevin Cash's way here. The numbers do not support him. So we can, and then we can take this further to go to Mookie Betts, the batter coming up, obviously one of the best players in the league, new Dodger is his his second ring. Uh, Mookie Betts versus starting pitchers in 2020. 904 OPS first, 853 OPS second, 786 OPS third. Gets progressively worse. There isn't even a jump from one to two. They get, he gets worse every single time he sees the pitcher again. And again, if we want to take a larger sample size, we can go back. He goes 851 OPS in 2019 in the first, 965 in the second. So that's a big jump. But then 752 in the third, a huge drop off. So it's fair to say that Mookie Betts does worse when he sees a pitcher for the third time out. Now, with the reasons behind it, maybe he gets psyched out, tries to think think too much. Starting pitchers usually have more pitches in their bag than relievers, so he might start maybe thinking too much, uh, try psyching himself out, bluffing himself out or whatnot, but that's irrelevant. The point is he does worse the third time time out when when he sees starting pitchers. Once again, not supporting Kevin Cash's statement of third time through the order. And then we can go further and look at Mookie Betts versus lefties. So in, in Major League Baseball is, is a general philosophy, much like the third time throughout the order, is that lefties, lefty pitch, righty pitchers do better against righty hitters and lefty pitchers do better against lefty hitters. So if you mix and match, the hitter is usually better off. Usually. It's a general rule of thumb. Usually. So you would expect Mookie Betts, a right-handed hitter, to do better work better against a left-handed pitcher in Blake Snell. And worse, I have a tougher time against a right-handed pitcher in Nick Anderson. When you look at the numbers, Mookie Betts is notoriously bad and is a huge anomaly. And he does terribly against left-handed pitchers. It's not even close. He does absolutely terribly. On his career, he hits one 1.061 OPS versus right-handed pitchers, destroys them, but only 5.31 versus left-handed pitchers. This is 2020, by the way, not his whole career, pardon me. That is a huge drop-off. It's a, he basically doesn't bring the bat. To, he doesn't bring the bat. He's, he's not the same player against lefties. He just isn't. And we can go further... And look at Mookie versus righties, his slugging and his batting average, fastball 748 slugging, breaking 467, off speed 645. And you go to lefties, his slugging is 242 for the fastball, 154 breaking, 222 off speed. 
these drop-offs between righties and lefties are huge for Mookie Betts. He is not he he is not even a starting caliber player versus lefties. You could go as far to say that one of the best players in the league cannot bring the bats versus left-handed pitchers. It his is kryptonite. It, it cannot be supported more by the numbers, especially this season. Especially, and that's what matters, right? You can't go through the see this season. He's in this season's form. It does. It does not make sense. And Kev, yeah, you can say, oh, Kevin Cash, was he supposed to know these numbers? Uh, why, why is he supposed to know all this? Yes, he is, because this is concerning. First of all, the World Series. Second of all, the his best pitcher. Third of all, the best hitter on the other team. And this is the World Series, and it is his job to know this. It's his job to know scouting reports and see that Mookie Betts is terrible shockingly crap against left-handed pitchers and you have one of the best left-handed pitchers in the league throwing one of his best games of the season in the most do or die game of the season and you pull him oh sorry i'm getting a bit worked up but it is really surprising i root i love an underdog story and tampa bay was a were huge underdogs here they have like the fourth lowest payroll going up against the highest payroll and i would have loved to see him go to a game seven or even win this world series and to be this is such a careless decision anyways Mookie Betts does amazing against righties especially fastball righties okay fastballs by right-handed pitchers are his bread and butter he hits them the best in like he smacks them 359 batting average 7-4 is slugging on fastballs from righties, okay? And guess what? Nick Anderson, the reliever, not only is he in terrible form, is he a righty, he also throws 14 fastballs 64% of the time. He has two pitches, the breaking ball and the fastball, and he throws six, he's 64% of the time he throws a fastball. He's a fastball-throwing pitcher. It is it's mind-boggling. I don't understand what went through Kevin Cash's head. And obviously, what happens next is inevitable. It's it's baseball. It's a numbers game. And he gets a three-pitch double. Mookie bets the three-pitch double. And now, two runners in scoring position. He's on second. Barnes on third. And then, to top it all off, Nick Anderson throws a wild pitch. And they tie it. And now, Mookie Betts is on third. And he's very, very fast. And then he gives up another ground ball. Mookie Betts runs home on a ground out. And they've just lost the lead. It goes from 1-0 to 2-1 Dodgers. 0-1 to 2-1 Dodgers. Just like that. And yes, you guess it. They end up losing the World Series. So, yeah, I mean... I find this really interesting because I am huge into analytics. I love the numbers. Any sport I'm into, I love the numbers, especially baseball. And, uh, yeah, I was just watching this. And also, I was kind of rooting for the Rays. This is kind of – it's kind of silly, kind of stupid how they threw it away. I mean, yes, he could have kept them in the game and they could have kept them in the game and they still could have probably lost eventually at least. But that's not the point. The point was they made a very stupid, boneheaded decision, and they ended up losing the game. Not him. It's just it's just Kevin Cash. Anyways, that's my little discussion done. I hope you found this interesting. I found it very interesting. And, uh, yeah, thank you for listening, and uh, take care.